This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. And I think there's definitely a lot of energy devoted to evaluating how well he's doing at that job, at his job all the time, whether it's social media, whether it's in the bar room or your living room, everywhere, Dan, there seems to be an expert on Justin Fields everywhere. There seems to be growing numbers of quarterback uh, evaluators, guys who there's a cottage industry for it. And I think that's what I found this last block we're going to discuss very interesting as you broached that topic with Justin. Yeah, so little little uh, note for our audience. The entirety of my interview with, with Justin can be found at chicagotribune.com. Um, there, there is much more than we're going to be playing here. We talked a little bit about the championship mindset that Ryan Poles has encouraged his team to put forth and, and some other things as it relates to the 2023 season. But the finishing block, as you referenced there, you, you know, we're, we're in this world now where, where every single snap of every single NFL game somewhere, somehow on social media is drawing eyeballs and it's drawing criticism and it's drawing uh, in-depth analysis from people who are supremely qualified to do it. And those who might not be so <laughs> supremely qualified and it's gotta be a weird existence because it's, it's not a new phenomenon, right? Like, right. but, but it's new in the sense that it's all, also public now and it's also out there uh so that's where this next block starts with justin and then at the end we had a chance to talk to him about uh at which what at the time was a little bit of an evolving situation with their backup quarterbacks role but you'll hear a little bit more from him uh, on that as well world now where quarterback play has been analyzed for centuries people do but it's now so public and, and everybody amateur analysts pro analysts they're all taking every snap and and kind of doing it well, what do you make of how hyper scrutinized literally every snap you take is in the public forum. Um, I don't look at it. To be honest, I deleted Twitter. I don't have Twitter, so like all the trade stuff, that, all the trade stuff. Like Moon talked to me the other day, like him hearing those talk. I didn't know any of it until he told me. So I'm surprised sitting there and stuff like that. So um, it's just best not to look at that stuff. Because I honestly feel like there's people in this world that they just want to hate on you or they want to criticize every little thing you do this and that well he could have done this better yeah it was a touchdown but like it was so it's just like it's best to not even look at that stuff to be honest with you. along those lines when you want to get yourself a really honest critical assessment of where you are as a quarterback who are the people you go to that you lean on um i say the people in the building because you know they know you know what it's supposed to look like they um, know the conversations that go into the room with the reads and stuff like that. And myself, to be honest, I know what I could do better. I know, uh, like, I guess I just have an expectation for myself that, you know, I have to do everything. You know. I know, I guess, what my ceiling is or yeah. how good I can be. So I'm, I'm really hard on myself in, in terms of that stuff. And I know when I could be better on a day. Uh, that I might not have a, that I might have not had a good day of practice or a game or something like that. So, uh, just myself and um, yeah. The, the, and the very last thing, the backup quarterback job is being talked a lot about here now because of what Tyson's done in the preseason and where it will go. And 
we don't know what else is going to be added to that room. But what did you learn in your first couple of years in the league about, as a starter, what you need in a game week from your backup to help you prepare for what's coming? Yeah, um, you know, uh, Nate did this last week, but it's good to have a guy like Nate in the room. A guy that's been in multiple offenses, that's seen defenses for a lot of years and stuff like that. So, um, uh, the last preseason game, he did a thing called Nate's Nuggets, and it was just a bunch of like little notes that he did uh, that he took throughout the week, and he kind of put them on like a little sheet for us. And you know, I was reading it, you know, Friday or Thursday, Friday night, and Saturday before the game. Yeah. So it's good to have a guy to just like remind you of, of little stuff that you might forget because you're just you know overwhelmed by so much other stuff. But uh, and even on Tyson's pick, like. He taught me something that I didn't even know, but flat defenders are on that are taught to try to bump into the slant because they know once they see somebody going to the flat, they know that the slant's coming right behind them, even though they have man. So, um, especially in the zone defense, like cover three or something like that, when the flat's going, the flat defenders taught to kind of bump into the slant, and that's why that you know that pick happened, of course. But um, yeah, that flat's wide open. The flat's wide open, exactly. So if you see that flat defender, just get a bunch of depth. Just hit the flat, and then you'll take what four or five yards every time. So, um, but that was my first time, you know, ever hearing that. So I, I, I didn't know that, so it was good having a guy with like with experience like that on, you know, how that happened, why it happened, and you know, he was with the Raiders for a long time, and you know, of course they played the Chiefs every year, so he said that's what the Chiefs are taught to do. So um, it was good, kind of just hearing that, and just just little stuff like that that I can pick up on. And you know, he's always you know, giving his two cents, which I love to hear. And, you know, so, um, but of course, you know, they, the guys upstairs are going to choose a backup quarterback who they think is going to put your team in the best position to win if your number one quarterback goes down. So, uh, you know, I can't blame him. I think Tyson ran the spot. Yeah. Um, from day one, he came in, worked hard, and uh, he performed well in the preseason game and practices. So, I'm happy for him, for sure. All right. Regular season's here. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Yeah, no, it was good. Like, and that last block was was cool because I think with Justin, you can kind of feel him uh, open up and 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 really dive into some of the football heavy topics at times. And and that that description and that admission that there was you know this little moment from Tyson Bajan's interception against the Bills that was a teaching experience for him to learn something that he can apply going forward was is just pretty cool to hear him detail that and understand how one simple play can be a learning experience um for just about everybody justin also told us at the start of that block that he did what i one day hope i can do which is delete twitter and get off there all together so so kudos to him for being able to to get away from that uh from that sewer as i keep calling it and uh well, and not have that be part of his work good for you showing restraint though because if i was sitting there and he had said that i might have offered or interrupted and said you know what if you ever need your self-esteem boosted, he should go on Twitter because he's revered. I, I think that right. when you look at the amount of people who are desperate for Justin Fields to succeed and basically have shown the kind of positive adulation, I think that outweighs some of the negative critics. And I don't know that for a fact, but it, Twitter is where – you know, context goes to die. And I think that's where it's where we all go to die. <laughs> it's, it's a negative environment, but Justin Fields is praised probably as much as any athlete that I can remember in Chicago based on hope as much as production. And I think that it's good that he probably deleted it for, to keep focused and it would eventually maybe devolve, but 
he has been treated, I think, um, by fans, by fan and many, much media, pretty positively. I was uh, a little surprised. They gave him an opportunity to uh, tell tell me where he gets his honest, critical assessments of his play. I was hoping he would say the the Monday editions of the Take the North podcast in season when when you and David do your uh, QB rewind segment. That, I thought that was going to be the spot where he went for for the most honest. Uh, legitimate feedback of the way he was playing. I, I think he knows where you stand. I, I think he knows uh, how how you chronicle his missteps, but you also fairly chronicle his successes as well. 